Let's do it. Life is hard. Oh yeah. But it could be worse. Uh-huh. Life is hard. Oh yeah. But it could be worse. Uh-huh. <laughs> Life is hard. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I'm not the drunk one tonight. Uh-huh. I'm not drunk. Uh, I could be. What are you talking about? Uh, just the, the, this podcast opens with let's do it. <laughs> I'm just in goofy mode. I don't know. All right. Well, that's fair. I mean, I get in goofy modes too. Exactly. I um, I was in the woods. Uh, actually, been in the woods a lot. We we've had some really weird weather. Memorial Day weekend sucked. Oh really? It oh yeah, nice it here. sucked. It I had was a, awesome. I had a guest for the weekend, and we had all kinds of plans, and we couldn't even go out in the kayak because, um, it was cold, it was windy, and it was raining most of the time. Mm. I mean, it was just nasty. We just had this cold front, cold low pressure front over us. It was dark and sixty degrees, and you know the wind made it feel even colder. And then with the rain, you just couldn't do anything. Well, you know it's hurricane season starting tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Although yeah. I did hear that, so this is going to be an El Nino year, which El Nino years tend to keep the hurricanes at bay, at least along the East Coast anyway. And they said because also the Atlantic is much warmer, every year it gets warmer, um, that they said that would kind of offset the El Nino and would probably have close to an average year. But then they pointed out that we only need one bad storm to make it a bad year, you know. One big Category 5 or Category 4, making landfall and destroying, you know, like Mar-a-Lago would just <laughs> ruin our whole our whole year. You know, it would be like 2023 was the year that Mar-a-Lago was wiped out. You know, we'd be all heartbroken. That would be a, yeah. Be so Very sad. tough loss to take. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I know I would be, I would be grief stricken. I mean, the only thing that would be worse than that would be if a hurricane came up the Gulf of Mexico and tore into Texas and and got uh, Lindsey Graham or something. Oh yeah, that's where he's from. Right? I was thinking of McConnell, which is is he from? He's Kentucky? in Kentucky. He's north of yeah, okay. you. He. That's the guy I was thinking of. I think he needs. Kentucky. We have to have a big tornado to take him out. Yeah, but, yeah, that's what you, or flood or something. But I don't want to start vicious rumors and I don't want to say bad things about people, but Mitch McConnell is really looking like he is is either dying of, of a failing liver or something else because his his uh, liver spots and stuff on his skin are getting pretty obvious and pretty bad. So I don't think Mitch McConnell is going to be with us much longer. Of course, no. you could have said that about Diane Feinstein too. Like 10 years ago. Yeah. Well, you never know for one and two is like devil you know or devil you don't, right? Who's going to come in and replace him? Probably somebody twice as bad. Yeah, I don't think Mitch McConnell's... I mean, Mitch McConnell is particularly brazen, right? He He's totally willing to be a hypocrite and smile about it. You know, he, he gets called on the hypocrisy of saying, I'm not going to... Uh, have a hearing for a, a Supreme Court justice in an election year and then turn around when Donald Trump's in office and have a hearing for a Supreme Court justice two weeks before the election, right? 
he knows that was hypocrisy, and he's called on it, and he just grins and says, well, I could do it. Mm-hmm. You know, he had the power, and as far as he's concerned, because he could do it, it was okay. And that's just, uh, you know, it's just all about winning for him. And I'm against it when it's against me. I'm for it when it's for me. Exactly, and he doesn't apologize for that. And, I mean, I'm not saying I respect that because when – you're unapologetic about being a hypocritical asshole that, you know, doesn't really give you points. But, you know, he's totally unapologetic. He's just like... I think it does for some people. I think that's, you know, part of the appeal. They're not politically correct, you know. Yeah, it could be. I mean, he's he's pretty popular in Kentucky, obviously, because you figure senators are elected statewide, so it's not like they can gerrymander parts of Kentucky to get him elected. Right. Which reminds me, North Carolina has just legalized gerrymandering for political purposes. Awesome. Yeah. Look at North Carolina go. Are you proud? Uh, Yeah. So what they did was they managed to stack the state Supreme Court. And the state Supreme Court has said that it's okay for the Republicans to draw a gerrymandered map in order to gain majorities in both the U.S. Congress and the state Senate. So, um, yeah, I'm not I'm not impressed. I, I don't even know what well, to so, say. I mean, why would they allow that? Um, why would who I mean, that's not explicitly what they said, right? Yes, it is exactly what they said. It's, it's, um, it's, sorry, I had to look away because I, I realized that I didn't have the volume up on my phone. So if she did call, I wouldn't know. Um, no, it is exactly what they said. They said they specifically ruled that the state legislature may draw gerrymandered maps in the interest of gaining a political advantage, that that was okay. That's nuts. It is nuts. It just gives you an idea of how brazen these. And they didn't justify it at all. They didn't say. Oh, I didn't read this the, rationale or that rationale. I didn't read the it. entire ruling, so honestly, I, I can't really say. But, but they did. You know, they basically tell the Republicans, "Go ahead." Awesome. Everything is awesome. I just, honestly, I'm flabbergasted. But at the same time, I'm not surprised because these fascists have become very brazen. Hell, I saw a video of uh, some protest somewhere. This is a recent one. Uh, I think it was probably in the Northeast. but uh, I'm sorry, the Northwest. But there was people protesting. This guy who you know looked like a big old biker guy just goes charging into the protesters and pushing people around and, you know, telling them, you know, to go to hell or whatever. I don't know. He was just being an asshole. Just being a bully, straight up bully. And, um, you know, the, I think the comment on the video was like, where were the police? But he's just punching his way through this crowd and, and you know, some people were fighting back and stuff. But thinking to myself, man, I don't know what state that was in and I don't know if they've got stand your ground laws. But if I was protesting and he that, did that shit to me, I, you know, I'm probably giving myself away here, but I always carry a knife. I would have shanked that fucker. <laughs> He'd have been bleeding all over the pavement 
and bad. I'm standing my ground. Well, I mean, he attacked. He fucking attacked. He didn't just, you know. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'd have been like, what am I supposed to do? This guy's 250 pounds and, you know, I'm this, and he's attacking me. I'd have been like, I'm going to defend myself. And I don't think in any state in the United States you'd get charged for that. But that guy had, I mean, in a way, he's got balls because nowadays everybody carries a fucking gun. Right. You got to give the guy, I don't know if you give him credit for that. I mean, it's pure stupidity practically, but anyway. What was his point? I don't even know what they were protesting. I just saw the video. Um, It was clear that the anti-protesters were all MAGA Republicans because they had the Trump hats and the MAGA stuff and all that. So I, all I know is the side that the side that this big asshole was on was you know I don't even I don't even need to say it do I? He was on the MAGA side, right? Because I mean well, it's not that yeah. it's you know to be fair the the radicals are not always on the right, but man, it sure has been leaning that way lately. Which reminds me, there was a woman who got arrested. I think it was today in Georgia. She was pointing a gun. She pulled out a gun at, uh, where was she the first time? Like a Dollar General or something. Anyway, she was she was somewhere shopping and pulled out a gun and was waving it around. And, and then she went somewhere else. Two hours later, she ended up discharging her firearm. She, nobody got hurt. She, she was just pointing a gun at customers and apparently... She fired a shot. I don't know if it just went off or what, but in any case, she was finally arrested for like assault and aggravated assault. These are all misdemeanor charges. She's fucking wielding a gun and threatening people with right. it. She gets misdemeanor charges, but it's the state of Georgia, right? I mean, Georgia, it's like, well, carrying a gun is just something you do because you're a patriot, right? You know, we expect yep. people to carry guns and waving it around is this the next best thing. That's not concealed carry. That's open carry. Yeah, well, and there's, <laughs> right. I think they even have permitless open uh, concealed carry in Georgia. I'm not sure about that, but I think they do. They're talking about doing that here in North Carolina. They're talking about having permitless concealed carry. Which, yeah, I just don't even. I mean, at some point, what are you going to do? Move to Canada? Because it's just getting totally ridiculous. And, you know, we've talked about this ad infinitum. I know ad nauseum. I've we talked about gun and gun control, but I, you know, and I've said this before too. I am not against gun ownership, but this country has taken it to such an extreme, and basically insisted that everybody, every lunatic, every fucking unhinged person, everybody, you know, drinking at a bar. I mean, for God's sakes, you're going to allow open carry or concealed carry at a bar where people are drinking alcohol? I mean, what what kind of fucking insanity is that? I mean, I understand that you might say, hey, look, law-abiding citizens should be allowed to protect themselves, sure. But does that mean they have to carry a gun to the grocery store? Well, and especially the bar. I mean, that's just, to me, that's just the obvious exception. Where there's alcohol being served or whatever, you don't allow people to carry guns because, I mean, just a simple little brawl could turn into a fatal incident. Right. Where maybe somebody would have gotten their head knocked, you know, or got a black eye or something and just, you know, gone home and slept it off. But now someone goes home dead. Well, I don't really go home dead. I mean, who goes home dead? 
I mean, that's just like, come on, really? You're going to go home dead? What, are we going to load you up and take you home? He's dead. Well, what am I going to do? Well, let's load him up and take him home to his wife. Um, like He doesn't have a wife. We'll take him home to his dog. Got to go somewhere. Well, everybody's got to go somewhere, but if I had my way, there would be a hell of a lot of Republicans going straight to fucking hell. Anyway, so having said that, we're on we're off on a roll here. Let's talk about the woman who accused Joe Biden of sexual assault. Okay. Um I you know, I didn't quite follow everything in the news article. It sounded like, you know, reading between the lines and then reading everything that she she defected to Russia, which what does that mean? She I mean, we don't how do you defect from the United States? We don't stop people from leaving this country. I guess if you leave without a passport, you defected? I don't know. Anyway, she defected to Russia. According, I mean, that's the exact words they used. She defected to Russia. We should ask Russia. Google. We could do that. And she's hanging out with that woman who we sent back to Russia because, I don't know if you remember, she was she was uh, hobnobbing with the uh, NRA people. She was a spy from Russia, and they discovered she was a spy, and they... They sent her back. And so anyway, this woman who defected from the United States to Russia um, is, is hobnobbing with that with the spy um, who had been over here. And, and she was in an interview and she was saying how she felt so much safer now that she was in Russia because when she was in America, apparently she heard her... Uh, now, you know, to be fair, I'm not sure if she's being honest or if she's lying, but she said she felt she was threatened because she had... She was pose, she posed a threat to to George Joe Biden, right? And posing a threat to Joe Biden, who is expected to run for president again in twenty twenty four. I mean, there's a possibility that some people in power could be gunning for her. I don't know, but that was her. That's what I was going to say. I mean, yeah. it's plausible. It's plausible, but I don't think she actually had any anything on Joe. She accused him of this, but I don't think there was any evidence or any, you know, anything that would have given her enough credibility that it would have even mattered. Um, It was like a 30-year-old, you know, claim, and it's like, yeah, well, you know, Joe might have molested somebody when he was in his 60s, but he can't molest anybody anymore. He can barely get out of, you know, he needs his walker, right, so... You can only defect if you are party to sufficiently highly classified material that you need State Department permission for foreign travel. Interesting. Hmm. So there we have that. But that was the word that the news article used. Um, so apparently she does. She is party to sufficiently highly classified material. I don't She was just a congressional aide or something at one time, and I don't think she's been anything lately. But yeah, I mean, the, the headline is Tara Reid, who accused Joe Biden of sexual assault, defects to Russia. But then she appears on Russian media, you know, claiming that uh, she says, I'm still kind of in a daze a bit, but I feel very good. I, anyway, I'm pretty sure that she is a Russian propaganda device. I don't think there's any question about that. So, in a way, it vindicates Joe Biden because if she is a Russian propaganda device, I don't know what you'd call it, I mean, a propagandist, 
person who's propagating propaganda. Hmm. <laughs> propaganda propagator. Yeah. But if she is, then she was probably coached into making these accusations in order to take down Biden. Because you know Russia doesn't like Biden, especially now with this war in Ukraine. If, you know, Trump was in office, he would basically be helping Russia, not Ukraine. So Yeah. But that's that story. I thought that was interesting. Um, I don't know how much spin that's going to get in the various... News. I I actually I would like if to Russia know. planned all that out, right? Like they were, you know, they helped Trump get elected the first time. They just figured that they would get him elected the second time, and so they had like an eight year plan, and you know, way back in the beginning, right? And they're just executing the plan, even though Trump didn't get elected. You know what I mean? Maybe I don't know. I I do know that. Um I knew something. I had a, I had a train of thought before you. Anyway, so, oh, I'm sorry. No, no, you didn't. I just I was just thinking it, it would have just been a, a final word on that. But but Trump, you know, would have been easier for Russia to manipulate. There's no two ways about that. What, whatever Trump, you know, may or may not have done, he would have not been likely to help Ukraine. I mean, he talked about how much he hated you know Ukraine, and he obviously showed his love for Putin. So, but. They're trying to get Biden out of office. I don't. I wouldn't doubt for a second that Russia is doing everything they can to take down Biden, and if not Biden, any Democrat that runs. But I can't. You know, uh, I just. Oh, oh. So while we're on the Biden thing, um, when Biden first got elected, they had a bad case of bird flu in the United States. It was spreading across the basically across the entire eastern seaboard and a lot of other places. And so they called the vast majority of the laying hens, you know, the chickens that lay eggs, and the price of eggs skyrocketed. There was a couple other reasons, too, why the price of eggs went up. It was partly during just, you know. Supply chain issues, man. Yeah, it it was the whole nine yards, but it was mostly because they killed most of the chickens that laid the eggs. I mean, that was really what it came down to. You can't kill like millions of chickens and then expect to not have the price of eggs go up. But in any case, the price of eggs went to like $6 a dozen or something. It was, they were pretty high. What? Every, that yeah. is insane. It is, but you know, if you have a limited supply, then... What the fuck is Biden doing? Exactly, exactly. And that's what people were saying. They were saying, thank you, Biden, for raising the price of eggs and trying to starve Thanks us out of our homes. Yeah, Exactly. Think. I mean, it's the whole. I mean, it's probably Jimmy Carter probably had something to do with it. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so, long story short, uh, obviously the, it, it doesn't take too long to recover from this call because laying hens. I don't know who knows this, but laying hens only are good for like a year. So every year they replace their entire crop of laying hens anyway. So That's with, what I usually do. Yeah, they're, I mean, they, they don't, they just sell them for like to Campbell's soup to make soup out of after they, after they're old because their laying slows down and they don't want to deal with any old hens, right? And that's why yeah. it's, it's... Old hens are the worst. They are. They're terrible. I mean, <laughs> that's why that's a derogatory term. You're an old hen because an old hen is theoretically worthless. 
uh, or at least not terribly valuable. But anyway, so I digress. The point I'm getting at is that now the price of eggs is down to a dollar nineteen, and for all the screaming and and Thanks accusations Obama. and all the shit that went on when the price of eggs went up, and it was because Biden was elected president and Biden was trying to fuck everybody over, and he you know he didn't care about people and being you know people being able to eat and. All this. I mean, the baby formula thing was kind of happening in those time frames also. Everything was just looking really bad, right? But now things are returning to normal. The price of gas is, is down pretty low. I think it's under 3 bucks a gallon on average. Yeah, I was noticing that, yeah. Yeah, and the price of a dozen eggs is $1.19 today um, at my grocery what? store. What? Yeah. $1.19? I know. That sounds like pre-COVID prices, like you know, pre-inflation I remember prices. when it was 79 cents. Oh, well, yeah, but now you're dating yourself. Yeah, no, I don't really. No. <laughs> yeah, it's, been a, it's been a while since they've been under a buck. I I used to buy a lot of eggs before I went vegan because I think that's why my cholesterol is high is from eating too many eggs. But anyway, they, I was big on eggs because, you know, I was vegetarian. In any case, they were... And it's healthy. I supposedly. don't remember them being under a dollar, so they're about as low as they've been in my recollection, which is pretty long so it's it's really i mean that's that's considering all the price of fucking everything in the grocery store is up by 50 percent. so the fact that eggs are down to their pre-covid prices is, is a pretty strong statement for the price of eggs and obviously biden weighed in on this and told the egg, egg sellers you better bring the price of eggs down to the same price they were in 2001 when obama took office and and the twin towers were destroyed Thanks, Obama. Thanks, Obama. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, sheesh. We get a Muslim president, next thing you know, the Muslims are taking over. Because the eggs are expensive? Exactly. No, the Twin Towers, silly. Oh. Yeah. Now, to be fair, okay, just to um, set the record straight, Obama was elected in 2008. And the attack on the Twin Towers was in 2001. Yeah, you were really confusing me. No, yeah. see, you were just Well, I was joking because this is what people say. <laughs> they, they yeah, because they think Obama was in office when 2000... Or yeah, yeah, they think that whole... 9-11 happened. That somehow Obama was complicit in letting 9-11 happen. Even though it was George W. Bush in office. <laughs> uh, but having... Or no, it was the first George Bush. George W. came in later, I think. No, 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 no. It w. was George W. Because George and, Bush... And George, Cheney was the vice president. Yeah, yeah, yeah. George Bush started the Gulf War. I was See, I was thinking that George W. went into Iraq as, as revenge for his father, which he did. Well, and that's one possible motivation. Um, the other one is just to make money, of course. But uh, George Sr. had started the Gulf War, and then, but he hadn't finished it. Saddam was still thumbing his nose at us. And so when George W. took office and 9-11 happened, he used that as an excuse to attack Iraq, which had nothing to do with it. And also why it's very convenient to deduce that they actually did it intentionally to have that excuse so they could do that. Well, that's a reach, but thanks, Obama. That's all we can say to that. It might be a reach, but it's not a, I mean. It's unprovable. How many, correct, that I'll buy, but how many conspiracy theories do we talk about? I mean, it has some level of makes sense to it. It's it, 
sick if it if it's true. I have actually been following the developments on nine eleven, even like right up to the last couple of years. And pretty much all the claims that they made right afterward about the buildings having explosives wired and all that shit have been completely debunked. So I I don't have any there's no credibility left other than that yes, it looks suspicious. Right. Right. That's all that's all I got. And it still looks suspicious. Well, but that's all I got. I'm not gonna sit here and claim anything based on something looks suspicious. Because I'm not a lot of things, anything, but no, I am saying but it does look suspicious. And I'm coming down on the that. side of that's just a conspiracy theory because there's nothing to back it up anymore. I have seen no evidence that 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 has stood the test of time. Okay. So anyway, the last thing, because we have like six minutes left, five minutes left. The last thing I have on my well, list. We still have to talk about the goat herders, right? That's what we're bringing up, yeah. But I have no segue oh, yeah. for it, so I'm just going to say, here we go. That's why I said that. Oh well, thank I you. Gave you one, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, this is this is kind of weird, right? Um, so the weirdest part is I think they're goat herders. You think? Not goat herders. I think they're goat herders. Well, that might help with the legal issue, huh? No, probably it doesn't help at all. Go ahead. Apparently, Explain why we give a shit about? Well, apparently, herders. there's actually a waiver for shepherds, but there's no waiver on this law for goat herders. So they're trying to get goat herders under the same category as because shepherds, shepherds. are sheep. Yeah, they shepherd sheep. They're sheep okay. sheep herders. It's just that they got an abbreviation. They went from sheep herders to shepherds, where goat herders. Well, I just, I just gave them goat herders. Right, but it, what's wrong with that? It just doesn't really roll off the tongue. And that might be why they didn't get a legal uh, girders. Waiver. How about that girders instead of? Uh, maybe, maybe. I don't know. I, you know, or goaters. Anyway, well, uh, back to the point. The point. <laughs> the point is that. California has passed a law that takes effect, I think, on the 1st of 2024. And what it will do, because goat herders are a 24-7 job, apparently people come all the way from Peru to do this job. And they they are like immigrants, and they have like a green card, and they're, you know, they're, they don't have the privileges of a U.S. citizen, and so they're being exploited, but their job is... They're given a trailer or, you know, a shanty to live in, and they have to live there 24 hours a day, seven days a week, to watch these goats that are eating vegetation in order to control wildfires. So the concept is good. The idea of having goats eat vegetation is a chemical-free, relatively environmentally friendly way to control the undergrowth, which is fuel for a fire, right? Okay. So people that have the money, municipalities that municipalities that have the money and people that have the money will hire these goats. There are people that have com- there's companies that that have thousands of goats that they will then bring you a herd of goats to graze. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'd like I'd like to rent some goats. Exactly. Okay. That's exactly right. what happens. So this is how I'm going to get my lawn cut from now on. And they've, rent goats. they've been given these Peruvian goat herders raises, so they're up to $4,000 a month, which is apparently a lot of money for these goat herding companies to pay 
because they're cheap bastards and nobody wants to pay their employees. But 4000 a month, you know, they, they can deal with. They can, you know, charge the customer more and cover that. But right. what California law is going to require, because of the number of hours they're required to be on the job, is that they get paid more like $14,000 a month. Not four, but 14, right? Wow. And the goat herding companies are saying, if this happens, we're just going to have to pack up our goats and go back to Peru. <laughs> oh, they're actually saying they're going to cull their goats. They're going to just butcher them and sell them for meat. But that's just too cruel for me to even say on this show. So we'll just say that they're going to put their goats out to pasture and let them retire. Wow. Yeah. And then we have wildfires everywhere. Well, that's and, another that's another problem. But and I and the current go thirders, girders, whatever they are, are out of a gig at all. But my thought on this is okay. So one of their justifications for requiring that these Peruvians or whoever happens to be doing the job doesn't have to be a Peruvian, but it, it tends to be Peruvian people. Whoever these people are, the idea Can of you this yeah. prove that? No, I, I can't because I don't think I think it's a generalization. You have no proof? No, I have no proof. Peruvian proof. <laughs> but the thing is, I I have to wonder, okay, so that, like again, the reason they are justifying this and saying that this law needs to take effect in regards to these people is because they can be deported at any time. If they're ever, you know, they're working on a green card, right? They're like on a work visa. So at any time, if they get laid off or or get fired or do something wrong, they can be deported. And so exploiting them for a mere $4,000 a month isn't fair to them. Now, my question is, seeing as I really like to see these goats continue to be employed... I mean, nobody's paying the damn goats at all, but that's not... That was going to be yeah, another question. Now I'm getting there. sidetracked. But but my question is, has anybody talked to these goat herders and said to them, do you think you're getting paid enough to make it worth doing the job? But if they did say that to them, they probably wouldn't answer because they don't understand English. Well, it's probably true. You have to ask him in goat. No, in Peruvian. Oh, I thought, whatever that I is. I thought being they were goat herders, they spoke goat. Well, they might speak goat also. I don't know. Oh. I think you'd have better luck asking them in Peruvian. I don't even know. I, aren't Peruvians Spanish? Uh, they're Hispanic, maybe. I think. I mean, they were they were conquered by Spain at one point, but I don't know if they're still. Um, in any case, so like, okay, so 4000 a month is $48,000 a year, right? Mm-hmm. Now, in California, that would be a very low wage, right? $48,000 a year would be, you know, basically entry level. Yeah. However, they are given room and board. That's part of the job. They have a place to live. So if you take that into account. Mm, yeah, okay. Then $48,000 a year is not a bad wage for someone. And the place they get to live is America, not Peru. Well, we don't want to go there because that, that is exploitation to say, look, you're coming to our country so we can just we can just take advantage of the fact that you 
you know, you want to be here, so we'll pay you the minimum amount we can possibly pay you. That's not no. Uh, I'm not. I'm not saying it is. I'm just saying they're it, they're living in a better place than they would be if that job didn't ha- exist, right? Yeah. Well, even if we split the difference, or well, not necessarily split the difference, but gave them a raise, fourteen thousand is one hundred and sixty-eight thousand a year. I'm just taking 10,000 times 12 and saying it's 120 plus 48 is 120. Um, hopefully I did the math right. So it's, let's just say it's 168,000 dollars a year. That's a huge leap over 48,000 dollars a year. Mm-hmm. Yep. And if they have been doing the job, now remember they can go home, right? And I'm not saying, you know, if you don't like it, go home. But they could go home if they were not getting paid enough that they felt it wasn't worth staying. So going from forty eight thousand to one hundred sixty eight thousand is kind of ridiculous. I mean, it just it just strikes me as being like government overreach. It's overkill. Yeah, right? that's what you're saying. Government's being ridiculous. They're saying basically that they have to be paid for overtime, and since they're working twenty four hours a day, this is what it's going to end up being. It's like minimum well, minimum wage for twenty four hours a day, seven days a week, comes to one hundred sixty eight thousand dollars a year. But it's that's crazy. crazy. I mean, I, I want to see these people. But that's what the sheep herders are getting, though, right? No, no. The sheep herders have, there's an exemption for sheep herders. So this is, this, is a, this is part of the argument is that, hey, why aren't they included under the same umbrella as sheep herders? No, sheep herders don't have to be paid that much. They don't have to be paid for every hour of their, you know. Well, so why don't we rent sheep to fight the wildfires then? Sheep won't eat all the foliage. Goats will eat just about anything. As far as, you know, green stuff goes. They'll even eat thorny stuff. It's crazy what goats will eat. I'm like, how can you eat that? And they just look at you and go... Like that. You you know, they don't even answer you. The goats are very arrogant. Maybe maybe that's why they call them the goat. Could be. Because they're like the best at eating. They're the greatest of all time. She got the goat. No, is it she gave me the goat? I got the, it's, it's, it was the clap. But anyway. Um, she gave me the clap? I think that's how the song goes, isn't it? I don't know. She got, yeah, I don't know. It's an ACDC song. Oh. Well, I don't have really much else, but I would like to leave our listeners with this sort of, you know, this sort of thought experiment, this quandary of do we want to pay these Peruvian goat herders minimum wage for every hour they're on the job? Or do we want to pay them a salary and say, look, you're getting room and board. You know, you're getting a good monthly salary that's plenty of money to, to buy food. And and I, they might even get food. But anyway, they whatever, they you know, they can afford to pay for their well, living. Well, I, I mean, what difference does it make how much money you have if you work 24 hours a fucking day? Like you well, that's a anything. that's you a good point. Spend any of that money? I mean, they really need maternity leave, you know, paid vacation and uh, and some time off. Um, yeah, like let's just make their shifts shorter. How about that? Well, I mean, what happened to the fucking labor laws where they say you can only work eight hours a day, or or I mean, there's I don't I mean, obviously you can work overtime, but they have limits on how many hours you can work, right? On yeah, every other job, and if it's just your job, twenty four hours a day. All the time. I mean, when are you going to freaking sleep? You can't constantly watch. The oh, no. It's ridiculous. Yeah, they just have to be there. 
I mean, they have to. They're they're monitoring the goats. Is all. They can sleep. They get to sleep. Oh yeah, the goats. Yeah. Yeah. It's well. It's and even the goats sleep. I mean, it's not like nobody gets a break here. It's just that they have to be there, right? They have to because they have to be there. Then technically, they're employed. Because if you're not employing them twenty four hours a day, then you can't tell them to stay there twenty four hours a day, right? Gotcha. Anyway, it's a crazy thing. I was just reading about it, going, "What the fuck? Like, why don't they just have two shifts?" I mean, of course, of course, then they'd end up paying fifty thousand to each one of them. Uh, a year, because you know they're. Be- it's still cheaper than fourteen thousand. Well, that's true, but I don't think they're these companies aren't. You know, they're like, no, we can't afford to pay. Um, and and you know, this is one case where I'm not going to accuse the company of being greedy. They may be being greedy. I don't know, but there is. I mean, you know, we talk about these companies that we know are making billions of dollars in profit. And they don't want to give their employees a 10% raise, right? We're not talking about a 10% raise here. We're talking about, what, about a two, 300% raise? Um, anyway, it's nuts. And I think they're already pretty well paid. Honestly, I think I might do the job for 4000 a month. Two, 250 I think. 250%. Yeah. Yeah, that would be about right. Because it's, yeah, two, 200% will be 8000 8, 8, more and then another 50 Yeah. So two hundred fifty percent raise, but I would probably do the job for four grand a month. I mean, you think about it; you're living in this trailer. I mean, I wouldn't do it forever, right? But you could put away a lot of fucking money. I mean, how much do you need to eat? Right. You spend you spend you know a few hundred dollars a month. Even if you have a huge eating budget, you spend five hundred a month on food. You got thirty five hundred left. What are you going to spend it on every day? Yeah, I mean. You're, well, I don't know. I mean, if you just had to be there, like you could like hang out in your den and it's all decked out and like write a novel and crap, you know. Well, I mean, I think they live. I in mean, it. I could figure out ways to spend it, but you without could, having to go anywhere because that's what I do. Right, right. But you could put a, you could, I mean, you could like have a nice hammock in between a couple of trees where you laid while you watched your goats and and you just you just look at it as, hey, I'm biding my time because at the end of this year. If I'm putting away thirty five hundred a month, I'm gonna have you know forty thousand dollars in the bank, and I can just go do something else for a while. Do it for two years, and you've got a nice down payment on a nice house. Or I could, you know, spend the money that I do make on like a giant glass window, and I can <laughs> watch the goats from the comfort of my. Inside, where I'm working on my novel, or well, maybe I guess it painting, depends. Painting I mean, my I'm not going to make too many improvements to a rental property, you know, a property that I don't own. I might might make some, but I don't know how expensive that glass window would, would be. It would well, I'm be, just saying, if you're stuck there 24 hours a day, yeah. But I mean, you can buy a nice glass window for a thousand dollars, and that's only you know quarter of one month's pay. Right, so well, that works. Yeah, I'm just saying, just saying, I'm just saying you could have a pretty decent, you know, you could put in air conditioning for sure and a few other luxuries that would be maybe that the landlord didn't provide. So are they watching the goats that are actually deployed at the moment? Like, are they hanging out? Are they when they when we're they're spending 24 hours a day in this mythical place that we have been living with the windows? Are they on site of the fires? 
No, no, it's this is fire prevention. This is this is just a way to keep the wildfires from getting out of control. It's not while the fires are burning; it's before they burn. Gotcha. But I mean, they're so they're living in a mobile home because they got to be moved from location to location, right? So well, they're not probably, always in the same place. But but the beauty of it is that you know they've always got a place to live, right? I mean, there's homeless people who would be happy just with a place to live, wouldn't even want a paycheck. They'd be like, "What do I got to do? Watch the goats? Yep, got to watch the goats." It's well, like, and like I'm saying, they got time on their hands. I mean, it doesn't sound all bad. Like you got to do something. Yeah, right, right. You could be crazy. You could be like, like in your case, right. you could be making music or whatever. Yeah. Right. They could learn to play guitar, or they could, you know. Yeah, I can think of lots of things I could do. That, I mean, I think you would go a little stir crazy. You might want to bring, you know, a friend over once in a while. But they could, they could video the goats, like all the time, and sell stock goat footage. There you go. Uh-huh. That's me. Side yeah. business. You can get paid twice at once. A little side that. gig going there, yeah. yeah. I'm guessing that most of them probably send money home. And that's how they spend it. Because otherwise they'd have so much money they wouldn't even know what to do with it. I mean, they're not paying utilities. They're not paying, you know, probably for cable TV or... or I mean, they might pay for a smartphone, but what's that? 70 bucks a month at the most? Um, right. It's It's... Yeah, I mean, I got a feeling they do this job just so they can send money home to their family. So they're probably spending most of their time FaceTiming with their family back home who's showing them pictures of all the stuff that they bought with the money. Mm -hmm. With the money that they got from (laughs) not being there. Yeah, yeah. Hanging out with goats all day. Person's like, I'm dying here of boredom and I'm lonely and I got nothing. And and his wife is back home going, hey, look at this big screen TV we bought. I invited all the neighbors over. We're watching all the movies. Yeah. And my boyfriend says hi. Exactly. Thanks thanks for doing what you do. Too bad you're gone all the time. That would be the worst part of the job. (laughs) Yeah. But see, I don't have anybody to send money to, so I wouldn't have that problem. You would just bank it. I would fucking bank it. You damn right. No, I could. I mean, come on. I could save as much money in a year as right now. I'm probably saving in four years. So it's not all bad. I mean, and you're it, you're really considering this, aren't you? I am. I'm thinking about it. But I'm wondering mm, if I there's mean, a special talent to herding goats. It'd be for a good cause, too. I mean, you're preventing wildfires and you're, you know, communing with nature. And, and you could do that side gig we were talking about because you got video equipment and stuff like that. Oh, the the possibilities are endless, you know. Yeah. You could, you could be the goat of goat herders. And I might even change my, my mantra from, you know, from life is hard. The life is good. And it could be worse. I would life is hard. hard. But it could be worse. It could be worse, but life it could be hard. a lot better too. Well, if I got 14000 a month. 